What is going on, everybody? It's the In The Money DFS Podcast. My name is Justin, joined, as always, by my co-host, Dan LaMagna, at FFCoachDan on Twitter. What's going on, Dan? Dan, no one can hear you. <laughs> there you go. It would help if I'm not on mute. At least, you know, that's the way that the weeks went, Justin. I told you, man. It's been a long, long work week, but... But that's all right, man, because I'm still grinding for our listeners here, you know, looking to, to hit it big this week. I am excited this week, all right? I told you at the beginning when we first started this adventure here, man, in the In The Money podcast that my goal was to win a Millie Maker. Ten weeks, I have not won a Millie Maker. Had many, many good weeks. But this week, it is the DraftKings $500 entry Millie Maker. We're only 5,000 people entries total so i have a one in five thousand chance justin the best odds we'll ever have a win that millie maker man so we we got to bring it tonight yeah we definitely do I, I we gotta get you to win this man i want you to win a millie maker i'll be happy for you or maybe i'll enter it and i'll steal it from you like i said which would be funny but like i don't know if i'm gonna <laughs> do that because i don't have that kind of bankroll to enter 150 lineups into into one but i'm hopeful for you i think this could be the week we do it like you said you got the best chance to do it this week and i'm i'm Ready to drop some bombs and some gems for some people this week for the DraftKings slate. But we have got an exciting, exciting, exciting Thursday night football game tonight. So I don't say this often, Dan. Like I said, I always want these shootouts. And tonight we have a potential shootout. But before we get into that, subscribe if you guys are new on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. In addition to that, follow Dan on Twitter at FFCoachDan. Follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore FFB. Follow the podcast Twitter at in the money DFS underscore, where you can see all we tweet about. And apparently Dan has a Mini Cooper. I mean, I'm I'm just still mind blown by the fact that you have a Mini Cooper. I don't get this, Dan. Is it, I can't. I don't. I understand it's on brand for you. I'm so confused. <laughs> you see, you know, lease prices were, were like astronomical at the time my lease was up. I was I wasn't finding those good deals, man. And, and I fallen over at the. The Mini Cooper BMW lot there, you know BMW brand. Justin, you gotta think rich there. Um, good, got a good lease deal, and uh, it's the Countryman version, so it's not like Mini Mini. It's, it's actually pretty spacious. There's just not a lot of cabin space. But uh, Amari Cooper, man, anything to support my my bro here. Who's, is that the name you of your know, car? You is is your car name Amari? <laughs> of course it is, man. You know, and at 5400 in DK this week, the oh. car and Amari Cooper is a good deal. Oh, I still, I'm trying, I still, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm not going to stay on this topic for too long, I just think it's funny, but hey, I, you got a good deal, I believe you got a good deal, you probably had them tossing some fab money for it as well, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if the dealership did that for you to, to help it out, <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, I always get something thrown in there, <laughs> nonetheless, we got the Seahawks versus the Cardinals tonight, so for our live stream viewers, Remember, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, we go live at 7 o'clock Eastern time on YouTube at In The Money DFS podcast on YouTube. And we go over to single game site for our live stream viewers. So, Dan, 
Now, we're going to get back in for the podcast listeners. We got to go over our week 10, what we did right, what we did wrong. We told you, you don't fade the games that are going to score a lot of points. You don't fade the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack, which I think has been my stack of the week, at least six of these 10 weeks. I think, I, I mean, I love Stefan Diggs, Dan. You know this. But Kyler Murray looked great. The Hopkins Hail Mary touchdown saved the day for people who played Hopkins in drafting. So we don't care how we get the Amen. points. It's just the points count it. But what a play by DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray all around. That game was just insane. But what what else did you get right? What, what did we get wrong last week, Dan? Yeah, you said it best there, man. That game was just incredibly awesome. It was the game we liked the most last week. We had one or two others we liked. Um, but, I, you know, looking at this year, Justin, I just wish I would just take multiple combinations of those high-scoring games and lay off the different variations because that game was gold. But but it was a nail-biter, man. If it wasn't for the last 30-some seconds, I was kind of in trouble. And then all of a sudden, in 32 seconds, you know, it was just like fireworks. Your boy Diggs hits the end zone on this great play. Looks like the game's over. Bills are too happy on the sidelines, and then Murray marches him down, hits that one to Nuke. And in my one contest, that put me from $0 to $200 in the money there. And, you know, Murray Hopkins was was gold. Jakeem Grant, man, last week we called it $3,000, you know, GPP gold as he, he found the end zone, uh, 14 points for Mr. Grant. Diggs was awesome, as we said. Uh, Saints defense was good to me there with 14 points. So there were a lot of good picks within that game. Um, I'm, I'm just still a little fired up over what didn't go right because the day could have really been special if your boy Miles Sanders uh, found the end zone. He looked he good. He looked good. He looked good. He was allergic to the end he was allergic to the end zone, so the coaches just said, "Hey, we're going to give it to Boston no, Scott." No, that was, Corey, no. Corey Boston Clement. Scott made that Corey play. Clement. I don't. The Corey Clement one is one I'm I'm upset about because that's some bull crap. Oh, Dan, that made me mad. As you can imagine, that made me mad, man. I wasn't happy with it. But the good say, good thing is that you take the signals from the game. And, and Miles Sanders looked good. He did. The, the The process was good. The volume was there. He He looked the best he's looked all year. Uh, the Eagles just continue to frustrate me. I mean, although I'm happy, I'm a Dallas fan. I want them to do terrible. But, you know, if I'm going to take them, you know, it just, it just didn't quite materialize all the way there. And the Rams were kind of funny a little bit too there with Jared Goff. So a lot of good takes, but some things didn't materialize all the way. Yeah, I agree. But we're ready for week 11. Quarterback position. You're, I mean, Justin Herbert, man, he, he kind of cut his hair, so now I'm kind of fading away from him. I'm not the biggest fan of him, so I'm gonna I'm gonna probably you know, shy shy away from that because I don't know what's good with the whole hair thing. But Jameis Winston, 5900 against Atlanta, man, it's it's just weird to have Jameis back in fantasy. You can say whatever you want to say, but hey, Jameis Winston's gonna throw the ball a lot and get some fantasy. He sucks in real life, but my oh my, is he gonna throw the ball? And I think that it's not hard to give the ball to your best players in Kamara and Michael Thomas to make a good fantasy day, especially at 5,900. I find it hard to just get excited about him. Now, he's had a, he's getting all the reps at practice. Question he had, is how he had eye surgery. Oh, oh, you're really pulling out the, could the... Did he have that last year? That was his offseason. Isn't that old news? Was it this? Are you sure it was this offseason? I'm 100%. No, it was this offseason. We haven't seen him with his new eyes. <laughs> I think he's, I think everybody's gonna be kind of hopping on that low price of fifty. Oh, it's cash play. Sorry, lower, cash but... play, cash play. I should yeah. I should stress it. Yeah. I'll give you a GPP play before you start listing every quarterback in the book. Um, what's his name? 
the guy who's a great quarterback in the NFL, left-handed, you know, the one who's uh, currently undefeated. One star. Oh, yeah, Tua Tungabailoa, Dan. He's up there, 5,800. Hasn't really been great for fantasy, but that's why it's a GPP play, man. The GPP play, because I'll tell you who to stack him with later. You may already have an idea who to stack him with. But they haven't really asked him to do a lot. Why don't I see that name on my list? It's kind of odd. It's missing. It's just... Against Dan. Denver on the road. I don't Denver care if it's on the road. Tua lives for the road. It's 5.8K. Cold, cold Denver, Colorado. There's too many better picks there. Like If, if oh, you want to go low in that range. If you want to go in that range. Wins, right, I hope Tua's in the million maker you, winning lineup. I really do. I can see it now. Was on top. I'm not letting you get in my head. I'm, I'm not letting you get in my head with that. All right, you know. And I did take the all Justin lineup last week. It didn't quite uh, win the big bucks, but no. you know, you, you're looking at two, two at 5,800. You go 300 lower for Joe Burrow, who's Mister, you know, pass happy there in Cincinnati. Mixon's out again. He's scoring points every week. I know the offensive line has some struggles, but I mean, there's some three and 400 yard passing games there. The volume's definitely there. He's thrown pretty much 40 times per game. Unlike, you know, Miami's a little bit more balanced, you know, playing tough defense. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game over there. So I like Burrow if you're going that price range, Justin. I don't like that price range, honestly. I like going up a little bit like Ben Roethlisberger a lot this week at his price point of 6700 And he's the fourth highest priced quarterback on the slate. But they don't care if they're up by a lot. They're just going to keep throwing the ball. They had a 40 to 20 pass to rush ratio last week. And I, I, I like Ben Roethlisberger this week against Jacksonville. I don't care if it's on the road. When you got those weapons and Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool, I think it's hard for you to fail, especially if they're going to funnel targets through those three. Ben's definitely interesting. And, you know, and this is the first you, you look at this week. I mean, this year, those high-passing explosive offenses have been gold. And, hey. Dak's injured, not to bring back old wounds. Kyler's tonight. Russ is tonight. Mahomes is Sunday night. Those big-time quarterbacks that could run are off the slate, with the exception of Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton. And Lamar Jackson. And, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, and Lamar. And Lamar's not getting talked about. So it even took me a little while to come to Lamar, which makes me think people are going to be off him. He's, his complimentary guys that you want in a stack are very cheap. You know, so which way do you go? And, and I need to pick one this week, Justin. I, I need to really zero in on one. I want, you know, again, I don't have that bankroll either to go 150 lineups in a million maker. That's 500 bucks a pop. But I am entering it once, and I, I need to know where to go here. So I'm, I'm a little bit torn, man. That You know, I want to be liking Cam as New England's been playing a little bit better. And what he does on the ground at his price is 6,200. He's had a lot of, you know, top 10 weeks this year. Despite it, you know, occasional New England struggles, he's very intriguing to me. I think Ben fits in that class of like Matty yeah. Ryan. Uh, just, you know, they, they could. It, Pittsburgh's inter- more interesting, though, because they're not running the ball, like at all. They play Dallas, who hasn't been able to stop the run, and they get away from it. Last week, they're throwing all over the field. All three wide receivers had huge games. So Ben definitely is intriguing based on the way that passing offense has been has been going, and they're just not running the ball. Yeah, I agree. That's why I think he's a solid play this week. I also, it's tough for me to get on board with, uh, I just had his name picked out, Kirk Cousins. But at the same time, he's going against Dallas. I think he got to play Kirk Cousins this week. I think you can 
Cause triple stack. This is where I'm struggling. Because there's Cause part you're of me a Cowboys that says, fan. Like, well, that's part of it. That's so the best. That's, that's, no, that's the only part of it. <laughs> you, you need to be able to tell me that, hey, Dan, it does not matter that they had two weeks to prepare and they kind of played competitive versus Pittsburgh. They, they could potentially be sneaky Dallas. But I think that could be a good thing because that could rise that score up and make it a, a two-sided game. Dallas will find a way to lose it at the end. But I, I'm torn whether to go find a stack and have Dalvin Cook as an isolation play because the two weeks prior that I did not take Dalvin Cook, I got burnt. And I know he didn't do great versus the Bears, but the Bears' run defense is tough, man. I mean, that defense is – say we want about how horrible the Bears' offense is, which it is. If the Bears had any offense at all, they, they would be a contending football team, but they don't. That Their defense is legit. And Dalvin still had a ton of touches in that game. Now he goes to Dallas on the turf. I like it, but I also like the Vikings passing game. Do you go contrarian, go down from Dalvin to a Derrick Henry or whoever, and then go with a Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, who could burn those Cowboys corners potentially. So I'm torn which way to go, Justin. Are you playing in a red rifle? No. Why? No. That's your boy. Maybe in Dynasty, not in DFS. Okay, that, that's fair. All right, moving on. They're still going to be bounced. To the wide receiver position. You mentioned you like playing this this passing game for the Vikings if you're paying down from Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook's going to eat. Justin Jefferson, 6,000, seems way too cheap for a guy who's being one of the best wide receivers in the league this year. Not just rookie wide receivers. Wide receivers in the league this year. People can get that straight. I think Justin Jefferson's a baller. I think he's here to stay, and he's looking really, really good. And 6000 I think it's just way too cheap. And I'm okay with doing that with Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, I understand. But, I mean, Justin Jefferson is my player of the week at 6000 I think it's just way too cheap. I think a lot of people are going to be on him, obviously, because they saw him in primetime against the Bears. What a game that was. I don't even want to talk about that. But he's there. I like, I like the pricing. I think a lot of people are going to like the pricing as well. Another guy I want to talk about is Jacoby Myers, 4900 in cash. This dude's just dominating all the air yard shared targets in this offense, even throwing the ball. He's just getting used a lot, and Cam Newton has heart eyes for him. And not Nikhil Harry, who is, I think, retired. That's what I think it looks like. He definitely retired right there. And before Dan goes and lists his guys, my last guy I really want to talk about who I like this week is Jalen Rager at 4300 against Cleveland. He was the alpha on the team last week. It looked like Carson Wentz was mainly going to him. He was the target leader last weekend at 4300. When you have a sack pass cut, 4,400. That's just that's the kind of range we're in right now, so people can understand. Jalen Rager seems like a smash at 4,300 for cash lineups and even some GPP lineups. I like those picks. I like those picks. I like your conviction. Although I, I ask, how do you just gloss over Adam Thielen in that Viking game? Like you, you didn't even sniff him there. He looked just as good. I mean, he looks good. What's uh? Him and Jefferson are well, Justin Jefferson has a great first name. I mean. Oh, I see, I see how it is. Okay. <laughs> cut, your hair sh- cut your hair short, you're out. Your name's Justin, you're in. I, I, I see some strict criteria that we uh, It's not a hard criteria to be good at football, but that, that's, that's what it takes. <laughs> so, so I like those picks, like I said. Um, I guess there's some comparable guys that I'm looking at. You know, I hope you're right on with Jacoby Myers because that's part of my thing with Cam there, man. If he just keeps getting all that volume, Myers is only 4,900. You get all that running volume of Cam in a high-scoring game. Versus a weak Texans defense, you can build some good plays around it. I also traded tonight in a dynasty league a third round pick for uh, Jacoby Myers, which I'm, I have mixed emotions about. But it's a team where I could win now, and I needed help at receiver. And the guy I'm playing this week, the gentleman I'm playing, has 
has Meyer, so I took it from him. So I'm, I'm increasing my odds to win this week as well. Um, so hopefully you're right there as well. But Brashard Perryman, man, I'm going back to that Thursday night game, and you probably forgot about it because you hate Thursday night games that don't include great teams, and the Jets are far from that. But at 4,300, him and Flacco have some great chemistry. They played together before in Baltimore. I know you you like Mims a little bit on on some weeks. You got that rookie fever there, but mm. Perryman is his guy. He is going deep to him. The air yards are there. He he runs a variety of routes. I know there was a questionable tag this week, but I think Coach Gay says he's completely healthy. Not that I take much of Coach Gay says with any credence because I think he's the downfall of the team there, but I like Perryman. If I want to go up, Mike Thomas, 7,300. I mean, you liked Winston. I, I, I know something hasn't been clicking this year. but 30% Winston target share last week for Michael Thomas. Yeah, 30% target share last week for Michael Thomas. And when Winston entered the game, Thomas was a target leader out of all the options by a pretty healthy amount. So Michael Thomas is a, a guy I'm stacking Winston with and I'm playing Winston. However, Michael Thomas sucks. I'm only saying this because apparently when I say players are going to do good and they like them, they just don't do well, i.e. DJ Moore last week. And, you know, it's how they mentioned his name at all. And, of course, he has a good game and he should have had 40 more yards at the Panthers ran a play so they couldn't challenge it. I don't know. It's just a complete disaster, Dan. So Michael Thomas sucks. So for our listeners tonight, don't listen to anything I say. Put all Justin's hidden, like encrypted clues that are in the show. You know, you cut your hair, you're done. You know, he says he sucks. He's great. Yes. You got to read all these clues tonight. I'm catching (laughs) on, man. If the first name or is anything in Justin's uh, banner there, you know, to a Justin, to a Justin, to a Justin, to a Justin. Of messages you're sending tonight. I'm really catching that. He's got Christmas lights in the back. If their birthday's in December, that's for my dad. Night. I will say, if I was on Patreon podcast, Paul loves his Christmas lights year round because he has some something wrong up in there. I think I don't know. Dan, it's not my decision. I can't take him down. He gets mad when I take him down. It's not my doing, Christmas Dan. Christmas spirit, man. So speaking of Christmas spirit, hey, you know, maybe Dallas does get a gift this oh week in that terrible NFC East. Amari <laughs> Cooper's we talked about early, 5,400, man, on brand for me. He is the number one receiver, number one target of Andy Dalton, who is healthy. The O-line's been playing a little bit better. That game could be a bit of a sneaky shootout out there coming back versus Minnesota, who we love. We love Minnesota. So I like that. Uh, Keenan Allen, 7,400. If I'm not going Michael Thomas, I like Keenan Allen. Again, just crushing the Jets. Everybody crushes against the Jets. So I think he's a very enticing play as well. If, you know, we mentioned Lamar. If you're going that direction, Hollywood at 5,800, even though I'm really just sinking down on Hollywood. If there was a week, Justin, this is the week. Stop, stop giving me that look like I'm crazy. I'm just waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to mention a player, Dan. And now you're going to do it because you don't understand who's going to One really more. Good. One more. One more, Jakeem Grant, 3,500. Do you go oh, back to the well for 3,500 with your boy, Tua? That wasn't the guy I was looking at, but I do I do like Jakeem Grant this year, yes, and that's my stack with Tua. But there's a, there's a really, really good wide receiver, top 10 wide receiver in the league talent-wise, top 10 wide receiver in fantasy easily at 6,900. You want to mention his name? You know, I'm getting kind of scared over here. 900. I, I got to go to the receiver list on DraftKings. I, I don't think I have him in my notes yet. Uh, Terry McLaurin, nah, Dan. Oh, my nah, gosh. Nah. Why not? You're not a fan of the guy who's a really, really good wide receiver, target, magnet, alpha, beast? So, so here's my take. Oh. He makes sense for you 
He is cash play win tonight because anyone overcomes the Bengals, he's going to get his targets and volume. But he's not a GPP play, Justin. That's my problem. Why? The Bing- the Bengals have one good corner, William Jackson. Why is he not? A, why is he not a good DPP play though? You don't think Terry McLaurin has big play potential? He does, but Jackson's gonna. Sh- I I think Jackson shadows him. Listen, uh, just- I'm not. Right. People no, can no, no. no people much. can. <laughs> Where's the challenge flag, Dan? You don't have a challenge flag. He's, <laughs> he's not. Challenge. See, here's the challenge flag. <laughs> He is not going to stop McLaurin. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying McLaurin is going to be stopped. I think McLaurin is going to have one of his typical. Let me, let me go to the stat yeah, line. I'm typical exactly seven catches, 100 yards. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, no, no. He's going to get like 90, 95 yards. He's going to come just short of 100, so you're not going to get the bonus. He might find the end zone once, but he won't find it twice. I think he's a good, very good cash play. Love him in cash. I just don't love him in GPP at 6,900. I'd rather pay up and get a Michael Thomas or Keenan Allen or pay down. I'll put, all right, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, ready? Let's put a little, wait, I mean, we don't have anything to wager, but Terry McLaurin versus Michael Thomas. I think Terry McLaurin has more points this week. I'll take it. Yeah. The, win- <laughs> the, the winner, or the, or the, 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 the loser pays for a contest next week in DraftKings. All right, that's a deal. That's a deal. I'm fair. Yeah, that's a deal. All that's, right. That's a deal. Write that down. You got down? You got. What, 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 you you let me know what contest you want to play next yeah, week, well, okay? And yeah. then whoever, whoever loses covers that contest. Yeah, we got a deal. There we go. All right, Terry McLaurin's not gonna let me down. He doesn't let me down because he's the only player that I can like, and he'll still perform. It's a weird caveat. I mean, there's there's some exceptions to this rule. Did you mention Deontay John, Johnson at fifty nine hundred? I, I forget. If I wanted didn't, to. I, 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 yeah, there I you didn't go. yet, but he is he is on on the radar big time. I have all three Steelers receivers yep. on the radar big time. I like Johnson the most at the lowest price, mm-hmm. the most consistent. Big Ben loves him fifty nine hundred. Not ignoring Claypool at sixty one hundred or even Juju at sixty four hundred. Again, d- depends how you want to play that. If you like a Big Ben stack, you take at least two of those guys, and I think you play it back with DJ Shark at fifty seven hundred. Shark's been looking uh-huh. very good. GPP play of the week time, Dan. <laughs> Jalen Guyton, 3,500 against the Jets. Six targets last. Jalen Guyton, deep play potential. You've seen what this guy can do. He's always beating two people deep. Jalen Guyton is the guy you want, especially against the Jets, because everyone smashes against the Jets. Per Dan Lamagna five minutes ago, he said everyone smashes against the Jets, and Jalen Guyton. Yeah, he's gonna do some do some work at 3500 GPP play of the week. Love me some Jalen Guy, and he's a GPP lock button. If there ever was one, that, that's the lock play of the week. You know what the the challenge is is the is the lock there league is no right challenge. at 3500. 3, you got Jakeem Grant at 3500. You got playing both and pay up at running back. There you go, win win win. He's got your boy Tua throwing to him, and then KJ Hamler's another one in that price range who's just been getting a ton of targets in Denver and getting better every week. So there are some nice little pump plays there. They could but run. running backs, we gotta go through this quick. Then we are we are behind because we're talking about you not mentioning Terry McLaurin and all this other crap. But Miles Sanders, sixty nine hundred. Let's go Philly versus Cleveland. I mean, hey, you pair him with McLaurin, and they're both sixty nine hundred. That's a win right there. You can't tell me it's not. It's, it's hey, it's there. It's Miles Sanders, Cleveland. Yes, they have a good defense, but I don't care. It's Miles Sanders. He's gonna get usage. Usage is there. Love me some Miles Sanders. Also, news in today: DeAndre Swift is concussed, unfortunately. So I did like him a lot, obviously, 6,400, but so did everyone else in America. 
So are you pivoting off the under Swift and going with Peterson or Carrion Johnson? Nope. Well, nothing to do with that game with PJ Walker in it. And, and I think Stafford's going to be okay. I'm not positive though. That's a little bit of a, a sketchier game for me. I'm, I'm avoiding it. There's too many other plays I like more. Same thing with that Cleveland-Philadelphia game you're talking about. I don't like that game at all. I'm just going to ignore that as well for GPP. Um, too, too many other plays I like, pal. Dalvin Cook at 9,000, I'm loving, absolutely loving. I don't want to make the same mistake I've made before, especially against the Dallas D. I think he could eat. If I go the Vikings passing route, then maybe I go down to Derrick Henry at 8,000, who's also enticing. You know, you, you, could, you could run on Baltimore. That game could be a little bit of a sneaky one. And then there's some nice value plays. Duke Damian. Johnson at 5,495% of the running back. Touches last week. That's my beautiful song of the week. And Duke Johnson, what? windy game, awful atmosphere. Guess what? People are going to be off him because they thought he was a lock button last week. But guess what? He's still going to get all the touches this week against New England, who has a good defense. However, good pass defense. Really isn't that great of a rush defense. And you're going to see... Mr. Duke Johnson put up over 15 fantasy points, which that's a four-play. But he could also break one long because he's a very talented running back in the NFL who just gets underutilized. But he's finally getting utilized, Dan. I think he's a bounce-back player this week. So here's my thought. I have three guys in that price range that I like. I'm really narrow on running back this week. I don't have a long list at all. But I do like Duke. I agree with you. It could be a little mad from last week. I know I'm mad from last week, Justin. He's one of the guys that didn't quite plan out. Process-wise, he panned out because the volume was completely there. He ran the ball well. He just didn't get enough touches. Wind was crazy in that game. He just wasn't involved in the pass game like you would, you know he's capable of because he, he, he's a very good pass catching back. I like Damian Harris at 5,700. Every week I'm watching just to make sure Sony doesn't get into that mix. The only thing about Harris is he doesn't get the pass work. So that shies me away a little bit and it leads me to the guy we're not talking about in Kalen Balage. I can't believe I'm saying that Kalen Balage. I'm not going to even say anything. It's all you. 5,600. He got the stamp of approval from coach today that he's most likely their primary back the rest of the way. I think at least until Eckler comes back. He had 18 carries for 68 yards versus your tough Dolphin defense last week and had six targets uh, racking up five catches for 34 yards. So if he's going to get all that volume there in Los Angeles, you know, he gets more pass catching work than Harris, is less owned than Duke. I think he's a nice sneaky play. <laughs> he, I, I, I'm not going to be playing him. But yeah, he's, he's fine. Alvin Kamara, 9200 lock button. I mean, this dude is just a beast and wasn't even really efficient on the ground last week, but had some touchdown luck. So expect that to go back up, even with Winston in. Mike Davis could be a bounce back week as well with him being the main guy with Christian McCaffrey out. Bounce back week for James Conner as well. I'm probably staying away from James Robinson unless it's a GPP just because it's Pittsburgh's defense. You're going to have a lot of people pivoting off him, but he's still going to get a lot of touches. So the volume will be there. I'm just not sure the efficiency will be there. I expect like a 24 carry for 85 yards with three catches for 20 yards kind of game from, from Mr. James Robinson himself. Moving on to the tight ends though, Dan. Who do you like this week? And usually it's Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews looked good last week. So 4,900, are you playing Mark Andrews? Yes, and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you cannot beat Mark Andrews at his price there. Uh, the volume's there. I watched the game last week. He looked great. 4,900 is the price there. That, that's, 
he's a number one tight end by far on the slate. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. I know it hasn't all come together this year, but this is an ideal matchup uh, versus that Tennessee secondary this week. So I think I'm going to be loading up on Andrews at 4,900. If there is a lineup or two, I can't afford him. You know, Dallas Goder, your boy at 3,800 uh, could be intriguing. Logan Thomas with Alex Smith is looking more intriguing. He's getting even a couple more targets at 3,300. And, I guess the only two other guys I'll mention just because I have a lot of shares in Dynasty um, and I, I never want to give up on them is John U. Smith about, I think, 4,700 4, right under Andrews and Eric Ebron at 4,000. That Pittsburgh game, they're going to be throwing. Maybe he takes some volume away from one of those receivers. That is my tight end list for the week. Austin Poopy Pants, 3,900. I like Austin Poopy Pants. I mean, last week was a windy, windy game. People were going to be off him, but Austin Poopy Pants is at 3,900. He got to play him. I like him, like Dallas Kildare as well at 3,800. But other than that, I agree with your two picks that you said that are the main two picks, at least. Yeah, I'll make a little note of the Hooper Scooper there, man, as JB calls him. And I'll, I'll add him to my tight end. Yeah, that's so JB's guy who John Bauer took in the third round in a lot of tight end premium drafts. I mean, we got to have a, some kind of therapy consultation with John Bauer. But. <laughs> Stack of the week time. Let's, let's, just, let's get it. We, we need to tell the viewers what the stack of the week is. My pers- hey, well, what about the, what about defense? Defense. I don't care about defense because the answer is Miami. Miami. All right, next. Your answer is Miami. My answer is Miami. You started, this, you started the quarterbacks with Winston, so I'm going to end the defenses with Atlanta, 2,300, when oh Winston throws a couple gosh. interceptions for pick sixes. All, All right. right, now go to the stack of the weeks, man. <laughs> also, Pittsburgh, but I'm not paying up that. But... <laughs> Stack of the week time part two. <laughs> we got Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool, DJ Chark. I'm I'm going with the game that's going to be scoring a lot of points. I think Pittsburgh's going to be up a lot. They're ten point favorites, so expecting to be up a lot. It's not a high over under, but these games are always based off of Pittsburgh having a super high total. And just Jacksonville has to beat their implied total of 16. So Jacksonville can beat their implied total of 16 points. Then you're basically in the money because this game's going to go over 50 points. That's my number one stack of the week. I don't want to steal Dan's stack. Dan, what's your stack of the week? All right. Hey, you covered a good stack there without a doubt. I have three stacks I'm looking at, Justin. So I'm, I, I got to just build up a little bit. I don't, I don't want to say one's my stack. I have of the two week more as well. So th- that's, that was like my bottom tier one. That was like my, my mid tier yeah. one, actually. So give the other people your worst, quote unquote, worst. Not really the worst. Your third favorite stack of the week. Because I'm not sure where I'm put, putting my my primary money this week. That's why I'm a little bit torn on this. I need a little bit more time to break down these three stacks. You know, the, the least stack would just be based on they haven't put it together this year. And that's Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Hollywood Brown. And then I would stack that back with Derrick Henry to go off of Dalvin Cook. All right. So, you know, let, let all those ownership go to Cook. Hopefully Henry has a beast mode game. And then, you know, I have that Raven stack. That would probably be my least one. Then if I'm building up, I don't know the exact combination yet, but that New England-Houston game is very intriguing to me with Cam or Watson. I think you could play it either way. And, you know, I'm thinking Cam might be a little bit sneakier. But the stack of the week for me is Kirk Cousins playing it back with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and then or with those two combos and then playing it back with Amari Cooper. So... You know, but again, I might have to mix that up. There might be a Cousins, Dalvin, JJ, like you said, play it back with Cooper. Uh, I just think the Vikings are, are going to go ham. You could play it back with Zeke, and, and, you know, maybe he does eat a little bit at 6,500. 
but it just hasn't been there this year. I think Dallas is definitely going to be passing. Dallas sucks, son of a. All right, well, it's okay, Dan, because they're going to have a good draft pick, and it's going to be all right next year. And Dak comes back, and hopefully Jerry pays with Dak. So things are looking up next year. It just This year is definitely tough for you, but I feel bad. Dan, no, I don't because the Cowboys. But <laughs> I feel a little bad because the injury was very unfortunate. I, I will it. say that. Oh, Dan's probably the only Cowboys fan I'll feel bad for. Everyone else, my friends are Cowboys fans. I don't really feel bad for him. Dan, I feel bad. But who wants stacks for me? Jameis Winston. Just kidding. It's not James. It's Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. That's a game stack and a half, but it's 50 and a half point over under. So I'm stacking the crap out of that game. That's a five-player stack. And it's not a bad idea because there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. And Ridley's back, I believe, this week, keeping him on around that. I'm playing if he is because people may be off him. If you don't want to play Ridley because you want to go a little more risk-adverse, then just do Julio, Michael Thomas, Kamara with one of the quarterbacks you can mix and match. You want to do Jameis Winston triple stack with Kamara and Michael Thomas? Not necessarily a bad idea. I'm not going to fault you for that. But my favorite stack of the week, Dan, just cover your ears because this is, this is not pretty. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, if he plays, watch that toe injury or foot injury that already happened this, today in practice. Marquez Valdez-Scantling running it back with breakout game himself. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> you couldn't go one show without saying Jonathan Taylor. I thought we almost made it and you snuck him in there. That was slick. <laughs> it, hey, I don't Green see Bay, it. Uh, you don't have to see it because I can see it. Just kidding. I mean, hey, Miles Sanders last year was doing the same thing to owners, making them all mad like, oh, this guy's a rookie. He sucks. He's not really getting used properly. But he had flashes. Right now we're not seeing any really – you said that last week. Challenge flag to end the Yeah, show well, here, I must keep you? saying it until it happens, Dan, because i got to be right eventually. I'm not going to be wrong on Jonathan Taylor. It's just not happening. Look at me. Dude, he's a blue Come on, chip. you can't have the listeners lose all their money. In this well, I'm not saying put this in every line. This is just the most contrarian stack I got for people. Didn't you learn from Mitch and I last week when we were chatting separately there? We said I never know, learned uh, from Mitch. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Wilkins <laughs> is better than Jonathan Taylor. Naheem yeah. Hines is better than him. Jonathan well, Taylor has had 10 days to watch film and realize what is wrong with what he's doing and hopefully get some vision because that's the big thing he's lacking right now. But that was a big fall with Miles Sanders last year until he picked it up a little bit. Just hold the faith with Jonathan Taylor is all I'm telling people to do. Any last words from you, Dan? Man, a lot of a lot of great plays this week. So very good games to watch. Follow us both on Twitter, man, and hopefully we'll get a little more insight to narrow this down a little bit further. And uh, hope everybody wins some uh, some cash and is in the money this week. Yes, I hope so too. Make sure you subscribe if you're new. Twitter's are in the description below, and we'll see you guys next time. Tu pasado